0: Podcast Land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where you always have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week, watch a movie, usually a bad one, crackable jokes, give your insight into the film, and play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined by Cowboy. Oh, that's a drill that I can't hear.
1: It's, it's sorry. I'm trying to do my own sound effects. So, oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, hold, hold on a second. There we go. Oh, uh, yeah, hey. that's a
0: weird sounding drill. There it ah. is. <laughs> and the maestro. <mishru>, hello. <laughs> What's going on? I have no idea. We dude, just started going off the rails. Uh, I was leaving
1: you open for that, dude. Like You, you were supposed to come in and go, smash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this week,
0: uh, there's a movie coming out called Silk Road. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to unfriend you right now. Which is about the creation of the dark net where you can buy drugs, hire assassins, human trafficking, all kinds of things that, uh, if you're a dark person, you'll probably be into. So, based on that...
1: That's racist. Why are you being racist? Yeah,
0: I tried to pick a movie that was related to the Silk Road and the Dark Web, uh, Dark Net, and I failed. I chose a movie called Unfriended, because there is, believe it or not, a sequel to this movie called Unfriended, uh, the Dark Net, where it would probably been a better choice, but... Because I'm a crazy person, I don't like to watch the second movie without watching the first one. After having watching this first movie, I realized we could have very easily done the second movie and would have been fine. But too late. We already watched it. So, 2014's Unfriended is what we are watching today. This is directed by Tiller Russell. It stars Heather Sossaman, Matthew Brower, Courtney Havelston, Shelley Henning, Moses Storm, Will Peltz. And on and on and on on. on, on. Uh, quick synopsis, then we'll get into our thoughts about the movie. A group of online chat room friends find themselves haunted by a mysterious supernatural force using the account of their dead friend. All right. Uh, Maestro, have you seen this movie before?
2: Honestly, I have never even heard of this movie before. Um, it's never been my type of film to watch, so this is like, I'd say, right up someone else's alley. <laughs> Okay,
0: uh, how about you, Cowboy? you seen this before?
1: Um, no, I have heard of it though. Oh, okay. Um, I did not want to watch it because I wasn't a fan of the whole Blair Witch movie. Ah, and this kind of gave me the feel of like a Blair Witch, like you know, type cinematography type thing, you know. And uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't too thrilled when it came out. And then when you picked it. I didn't remember what it was until I started watching it. I was like, oh, great. I'm going to watch somebody's computer screen this whole movie.
0: All right. Yeah, I had also – I remember hearing of it but didn't know anything about it. And then once I picked it, I still didn't remember that I knew of it. And I refused to watch a trailer. I wanted to go in blind because that's how I enjoy movies the most. And watching it, I – At the end, I kind of sat there for a few minutes thinking, what is my opinion of this? I'm not sure how I feel about this movie. (laughs) But uh, so walking – if we were to watch this in theaters for some reason and walking out of the theaters, what's the first thing you want to say on the exit doors? I look at you. What do you say?
2: I'm going to take my camera off my computer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That way? Oh, he lagged out. He's fake frozen is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, my first thought in this movie, uh, now that I'm going to take the camera off my computer, but uh, I'm not doing this podcast anymore.
0: Oh, because the, the video <laughs> yeah. the fact that I'm recording these, uh, doesn't that sit well with you? Um, actually, what
1: I was thinking of is, damn, I hope there's no videos out there of me in the dark web.
0: You know? <laughs> yes. Lord knows. Uh,
1: <laughs> I had some wild and crazy nights sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, wild and crazy nights. Uh, I think I called you on one of those wild and crazy nights. I couldn't drive anymore.
0: That's yeah, true. Yeah. And I remember going to pick you up and recording everything to save for later, um, uh, to post on the dark on the dark net. So, let's play a game. I have never ever. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the premise of this movie, I actually did find kind of interesting because, as you mentioned, it, it was kind of Blair Witchy in the fact that it was kind of found footage, where, where the Blair Witch was meant to be tapes that were discovered much later after whoever died they found their, their cameras and the movie comes from their recordings this movie takes place on your computer screen as, as you're mentioning it's it's a non-stop about an hour and 20 minutes of a computer screen in which you're watching uh the the main chick uh which named blair oh uh, she, you're watching. Shitting. You're watching her computer screen the entire time as she is texting uh, with her boyfriend, chatting with her friends, and everything is from the perspective of the screen. And it's all video chats that you're seeing, and the texting, and internet searching, which was interesting. I because I, 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 I think we spend so much time on computer, especially now these days, that to see the whole visual. Uh, what do you call it? The point of view is of the screen itself. It was interesting. I, I, I there's no other way for me to say it besides interesting. I, I haven't seen it before uh, in this way, but it is basically found footage. Uh, it, it's, it's as if there was a screen recording for an entire hour, and that's what we're watching. Uh, by the end of the movie, I'm pretty sure that's impossible to do, but I was intrigued. I was – there was parts where it was – I was waiting for something to happen, but it also kind of in a weird way built some suspense.
1: I I, I guess I could say I was intrigued more because I did watch Blair Witch, uh, the first one, the only one that I watched. And I can say that uh, I was intrigued more at this than the Blair Witch. Even though it was just a computer screen, um, I found it a little bit more ingenious than a video camera shaking and uh, self videos and stuff like on Blair Witch and whatnot. You know, I found this a little bit more, especially because like in today's day and age, everybody's doing Zoom calls and chats and Skypes and whatnot. Um, but I found myself not caring about the way it was made anymore and just starting to pick away the continuity of things. Okay. Um, my first gripe was she unfriended Laura Barnes. Right. And she finally got it after she refreshed and she was able to unfriend Laura Barnes and it showed up no longer friends then you fast forward later in the movie and she's friends with laura barnes again she's like i'm still friends with her i was like wait no you unfriended her and all of a sudden you're friends with her and what you're supposed to assume that a laura barnes refriended her or whatever but she would have to accept it or she went through and accepted it again but I, i mean i get that but Laura Barnes, or who we thought was Laura Barnes, the ghost of Laura Barnes was doing this, right? Said, why did you unfriend me? Or something to that effect,
0: you know? Okay, well, I, I think what you're referencing is uh, there's two uh, different uh, apps that she's using. She unfriended her on Facebook, but she still had her as a contact and as a friend on Skype, which is how they were doing the video call. So those are two separate things. She did unfriend on on Facebook, but on Skype, she still had her as a friend or a contact. Uh, that's why it popped up and she was verified. You get that.
1: But on – she kept switching back even after she unfriended, switching back to Laura Barnes' Facebook page. Right. And it showed them friends. Checkmark okay. friends.
0: That that part is true and I was going to bring that up later in the, in the trivia section. Uh, yes, that, that did happen. That was a continuity error for sure. Uh, Basically, the the, the concept of the movie is that uh, Laura Barnes, uh, she killed herself a year ago to the day that this video conference that we're watching happened. Uh, She killed herself because some people posted a very embarrassing video of her where she apparently got real drunk, uh, possibly got in a fight and knocked out and then was found later in a ditch uh, messing her pants.
1: I was gonna say, did she shit herself? Yeah, Uh, uh, in the video, they pan into her face, and she like puts the like shh, like she's sleeping, you know, like uh, it's it's weird.
0: Yeah, that that to me was a a, a drunken fog that she knew that oh, you found me. Don't tell anybody. Shh, that's the way that I kind of took it as. Uh, I don't think she realized that she had messed her pants and was found in such a way, or got in a fight. She probably doesn't even remember getting in a fight. She she was that drunk and messed up, right? Exactly. Uh, there's been plenty of times where I got myself out of drunken situations and don't remember how I got from point A to point B, uh, and it's just like it's it's, it's the blackouts <laughs> of flash from here to here to here to here, and like oh okay, but I I'm I'm here. <laughs> I remember being on the porch at one point of my house. And then cut to I'm in bed. Uh, Someone knocking on my door, enter the door and then cut to sleeping again. Like, All right, this has all happened within maybe a couple hours. And there's a lot of lag time there. And they tell me I was very coherent at the time, but I don't recall any of it. So
1: uh, my question for you is how much bad shit do you guys talk about me when I'm not around?
0: (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. There's like zero.
1: Uh, Here's the thing: if you you talk
0: actually, you
1: you talk shit about me, and it's true. I have no problem with you (laughs) talking shit about it, right? (laughs) If you want to say at one point in my life uh, I was a little bit of a man whore, Uh,
0: how? I I mean, I I, I don't even know how to justify that with a response, other than I still have wristbands uh, that I use uh, to keep track of all the girls that you were talking to.
1: Why? Well, see, and that's the thing. I was, I did date a lot, but I didn't
0: like sleep
1: with all of them.
0: Right? No. Yeah. You, you know, you, it was yeah. like <laughs> you, you definitely dated a lot, but you were not in any definition. I what I would define as a man whore uh, or, yeah, okay. or or female version of slutty. It was to my face, right? No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, what Misha and I have talked about is a different story. But (laughs) that'll come out later once we're uh, being avenged by a ghost.
2: Uh,
1: That's okay, Maestro. I will never hold up the piece of paper because I don't want you you to die.
0: So let's let's talk about this. As far as what actually happened in this movie, was it a spirit? Was it another person? What do you think it was behind all this madness? I don't
1: think it was another person. It couldn't have been another person because it's almost like – Laura Barnes's spirit possessed them to force them to kill themselves. Um, If you look at those pages that uh, Blair kept switching back to when she was researching stuff, it it kind of explained. I mean, there was words on the page, so you would have had to read it. So I know you probably missed it, Adam. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it kind of, you know, it's like she almost convinces them to kill themselves in a way. Because if you think about it, uh, what was the big guy's name? Eddie? Uh, no. Adam. Uh, Adam mm-hmm. uh, was the big the big dude's name. I mean, he was putting his hand in a blender. Oh, and,
0: no. That and was Ken. That was Ken.
1: Ken. Ken. Yeah. Ken was putting his hand in a blender. Um, but you, you, you uh, said Adam. Adam, there was a continuity error when they were playing the game because he was down to three fingers. And then they cut back, and he's at four fingers now. Yes,
0: he was. So – um, that also was, happened with Jess as well. Jess was also holding her fingers up at one point.
1: No, she yeah, it, that was just I don't know if that was like a continuity error in like in the cutting and the editing of the movie or if you know the filming
2: of the movie. And in fact, or someone wanted to take well. it back. Was that? Or someone wanted to take it back what they said. Yeah.
1: They <laughs> like they were cheating,
0: you know, yeah. Well, I I I think in the moment when they were revealing them what they were just Saying to be true, they didn't actually put down their finger, but they did reveal that it was true. But they forgot to maybe put the finger down once they admitted to it. Uh, well, if you haven't seen the movie, what we're referring to, they, they eventually ended up playing a game, uh, Never Have I Ever, uh, which is a game I remember call I recall playing in in high school, I, I believe, where it's you go around the room and you you make an outrageous statement that you're you're trying to f- implicate somebody into admitting something about themselves. Everybody has a drink, and never have I ever uh, been pulled over by cops and frisked by a female officer. Uh, And you look around, see if anybody has had that done. And generally, you're revealing something that you have not done yourself, but you know somebody else has done to try to kind of embarrass them. Uh, And in in this case, it was the ghost of, uh, of Laura telling them, yeah, you guys are all assholes. You ever played that game? Is that something that's familiar to you? Anybody?
2: I played that game before, but not to that extent where I was an asshole. I mean, I played that game, but I don't think I ever got in that kind of trouble.
0: Right. It was more for laughs. It yeah. was, it was like it was more of a uh, conversation starter about, oh, tell us that story. Here we go. It wasn't about, hey, you suck as a friend. <laughs> that's a horrible way to play the game. It's, yeah. a, it's it's meant to be a drinking game where you're just kind of all hanging out, talking, laughing with each other, not to call each other out on their bullshit.
1: Yeah, I uh, I, I remember playing a game, Truth Dare, Double Dare, Promise to Repeat, or something like that.
0: Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've never played yeah. that one.
1: That That's what we played. I think when I was older, the, the game Never Have I Ever came out, and I never really played it um, because – I wanted to lie about everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I just never, I never played. I've heard of it, but I never played it, but, um, I would be scared because I, I don't think there's a lot. I mean, even the most embarrassing stupid shit that I would have a problem not
0: admitting. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the same way. That, that's a weird, uh, thing of mine that I, I like even, of-
1: even if, even if I hadn't gotten pulled over by the cops and been frisked by a woman cop, I still would have been like, happened to me. I <laughs> <You know that? laughs> would have been like, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she was hot. And then it would have been a whole story. And- right. Sorry.
0: See, I think I, uh, nowadays I'll play that game in a way where I would say something ridiculous that I would end up losing, but because I want to tell a story, this is good. You're not going to believe this shit. And I'll make up a never have I ever, whatever. And then you're like, nobody puts a finger down. Oh, me Never ne- <laughs> never have
1: I ever been to a hypnotist and been on stage and been hypnotized.
0: Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Yeah, Come nope, on, Adam. my fingers down as All well. Right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Quote unquote hypnotized, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Mishra has his whole hand down. He's like, go every weekend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mishra's hypnotized right now. We're using two hands, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't lose or what? <laughs> I think I lost already. Yeah. We all lost. Oh, we all lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it starts off, uh, basically, it's it's a chat group with these friends. Well, it starts off with the uh, the boyfriend and the girlfriend having a little uh, intimate time with each other. And then I, I'm not sure if Skype works this way, but you – you can't all just jump in on a call. Uh, but then again, this may be the ghost affecting it. And sometimes. All
1: right, sorry. It, there you go. There's a the Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it, why is this? Okay, sorry. Um, I, I mistake. <laughs> it was the ghost that affected because she's like, Why did you answer it? Right. And he's like, I didn't. It was the ghost that kind of threw them all together because the ghost was planning everything anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, the, I don't know. I, I guess to me it was kind of interesting to the fact that they have these, I guess, regular group calls. It seems like almost on a daily, maybe nightly basis that they're all hanging out together, which I guess is cool. But we could not do that. That's, maybe we're not of well, the age. I,
1: I mean, in 2014, we weren't in a pandemic where we were all stuck at home. So these friends would see each other at school. Right. The crazy thing that I noticed in this movie is, out of all five of these uh, friends, none of their parents were home.
0: Yes, that's another good point.
1: Because there was a lot of screaming and yelling, and yeah, my parents would come in and be like, "Shut the fuck up!" You know, like
0: yeah, we we know for sure that Claire or I'm sorry, uh, Blair and Mitch's parents are not home because they're out drinking together. But what about? Uh, Val and Adam and Jess and Ken, all the parents are not home as well? Uh, Apparently, they're all at that uh, party during Halloween from
1: like Hocus Pocus, you know? They've all been hypnotized. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think this happened in April, the the movie. Uh, It doesn't matter. Anyway, so they're all hanging out in the chat, and there's this random person on the Skype call where it's just all you see is the generic avatar of somebody and they don't know who it is, they ignore it for a while turns out, oh shit, this is this is Laura and she's fucking with us and they're not taking it very seriously and then it becomes very serious Uh, okay uh, something else at a couple points in the movie, the power goes out in the house and the laptops are still on because the laptops don't need power however the router, providing the internet for these calls, does require power. So if the power goes out, connection's over. Connection's lost. It was residual connection. You know, it was still in the line. It's still in the
1: line. It hadn't caught up yet. Um, I see.
0: They were on the uh, public spectrum Wi-Fi that's throughout the citywide, uh, or whatever.
1: <laughs> unless, unless it was like DSL and they didn't. I don't know. I just. <laughs> Not DSL,
0: uh, fiber optics, you know, or cable. Yeah, it's it's all needs. Every internet connection needs power, especially these days. Back in the day when we were dialing in with our fifty-six uh, k modem, maybe they were all on AOL. Fifty-six <laughs> <laughs> k got better. It, it would explain why there was uh, so much interference in the videos, and uh, the lag and whatnot. I saw that too, but I, I was taking that more as uh it was the ghost
1: interfering with the electronics right. because I used to watch a lot of ghost hunters and, uh, you know, on A&E or whatever it was. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, but the thing is, it's like, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> I saw that, too, but I just, like, whatever. If the power went out and everything got lost, then you wouldn't have a movie. So they had to
0: dude, Right. So, so nice. maybe it was just the Maybe just turn the lights, the lights uh, off and not the uh,
1: Unless the ghost is smart enough to turn off all the breakers on everything except for the outlet for that the, the router was plugged
0: <laughs> into. Yeah. So th- th- there were a couple of clever things that were happening that I found interesting. Uh, towards the beginning, when, when Blair is trying to figure out what's happening, she does a search up. That which she gets from Mitch, saying about uh, don't respond to dead people online or whatever. And she does the internet search, finds a web page, and then the next three or four searches she does, the same exact website is the first result on the search engine uh, to go to the unexplained things or whatnot. And uh, although I'm not fond of reading, I was kind of reading the website <laughs> that had that information on there did, did you pause it to read it i did not i just i somehow I can skimmed read, it I, I can read very fast and i can kind of surmise what's happening on that web page it does say that the ghost does take possession of your body so that's why these people ended up killing themselves it, it, the ghost ended up taking over their body and forced them to kill themselves it wasn't like uh, she told them hey kill yourself it was nope took over your body and now, now you're dead.
1: Uh, it was such a long time ago that I watched this movie um, several hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- Blair ends up dying in the end, too, right? It is alluded to that. We don't actually see her death. I, I, I think it would be more detrimental to her to know that she caused the death of all the other friends and let her live with that.
0: I agree. 100%. That's,
1: that's where I think they should have alluded to yeah. instead of alluding to her dying.
0: Right. And I, I don't know if that was an after credit sequence because I didn't hang around long enough to see that. But I didn't either. It, it, it would have been, I think, a better ending if she did not die. And then it just shows like snippets of years and years of her being just berated on social media for being a horrible person. Uh, And then eventually she kills herself Uh, after years of torture. That would have been a more fitting death for her than just a instantaneous. Whatever. Nope.
1: There you go. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm learning these buttons. It's been so long. Um, Did you ever watch that series on Netflix? Uh, I think it was 13 reasons why or something like that. I did not. Did did this come out around the same time? It has something to do with bullying people to suicide or something like that, right? This, this came before.
0: Uh, Thirteen Reasons okay. Why was in the last year or two. This was a two thousand and fourteen slash fifteen movie. So
1: had oh, it had it had been before the last year or two, it had been over, a little over two years ago.
0: This pandemic screws up my entire timeline, so
1: I don't uh, know. I, but it, uh, it regardless, but it, it almost <laughs> makes you wonder. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me and my personality, but nobody telling me you should go kill yourself um, would make me go kill myself. Uh,
0: 2017, uh, 13 Reasons Why I came out. Okay. So th- this was still before that.
1: I mean, I could see how younger people would could, could probably do that, you know?
0: Um, I, I think we're just more hardened to criticism uh, than... I think kids probably are these days where yeah. we we I think we have more belief in ourselves now back in those days it, it could be you could very easily convince me I was the worst person ever. Uh,
1: I mean I, yeah it's 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 weird because growing up the sticks and stones may break your bones but words will never hurt you is like what was uttered to me my whole life, you know? So I just learned to toughen up and, you know, the people saying things about me or bullying me or being dumbasses, asses. I was just like, yeah, shut up, whatever. It, it was like, I did the whole Tay-Tay thing, shake it off, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and nowadays it's like, I get the whole anti-bullying thing. I don't think bullying is right, but we're, we're, we're teaching kids to let it affect them so much you know, what what people think about them.
2: I think also it's because of the internet that bullying has taken a much broader scale and because people can really take your like most intimate or um, insecure uh, points in your life where you wouldn't expect anyone to be able to do something about it and then post it for like millions of people to see. If it's just puts a lot more gravity to the bullying and the amount of damage someone can do on a person rather than when you just word of mouth only. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I, I think I, back in the day it was kind of who else is going to know about this? No big deal, but I Disney can always needs, start over r- right now. No, uh, you can't run from anything now.
1: I think that's happening. Uh, the internet and social media and stuff is happening a lot. Uh, with a lot of other things in society today, for instance, I mean, you say, "Oh, um, uh, molestation or child abuse or or you know, um, is happening more nowadays than it was before, or or mass shootings are happening more nowadays than they were before, um, uh, bank robberies, whatever you name it, is happening more now than it was before, but that's only because you didn't hear about it so." regularly because it's not plastered on social media back then because there was no such thing you got the information from the nightly news okay Mm -hmm. so um when when people are sitting here saying oh i think racism is worse now than it was before you know no i don't think so it's just you didn't hear about it because it wasn't broadcasted on the news now you're seeing it every day, social media, this, Oh, I took a video of this, you know, uh, same thing with like police brutality and and going overboard, you know, police and stuff before freaking phone cameras. Yeah. You you know, Oh, it's happening worse. I don't think it's happening worse now than it was before. It's
0: just being recorded and put on social media. We're, We're more aware of it now than we ever have been because it's being put out there. And, and, and maybe that's the thing that, and was another thing I liked about this movie is that it's, it's shining a light on something that it's a very hard subject to talk about. Uh, th- this level of bullying and the fact that people do actually kill themselves because of bullying and whatnot, or this shine a light on it in a way that y- you can't avoid it. And th- this, is, this is, this is actually happening in real life. And in our day, I'm sure it was also happening. It just, like you were saying, it wasn't being reported as much because maybe you couldn't crank all the dots, and it wasn't as obvious because there's no online paper trail of all the things that have happened. But the way this movie kind of brought it to the forefront was was very uh, it was it was deep in, in in a way, while also being in in a ridiculous format of of this movie that it was kind of a horror thing where a ghost happens. Uh, if the ghost wasn't there, this would have still been a very real situation that people would have had to deal with. And it and it forced all the kids involved to face their demons with the shit that they put this Laura girl through to eventually drive her to kill herself.
1: It's it 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 also brings to light how brutal girls can be with their girlfriends. You know, how <laughs> they can be the best of friends yeah. when they're around each other, but then talk shit about each other like that you know and 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 this thing like if you look at the the game they were playing i have never ever i mean yeah i mean adam slept with his best friend's girlfriend which was horrible and they kept it a secret and they almost did it a second time but they realized it was a fluke thing they were both drunk and that was probably it which doesn't excuse it no but you know uh, somebody once told me a lie. You, you tell a lie for two reasons: to protect yourself or to protect somebody else. Right. Those are two reasons why you would tell a lie. Um, I I sometimes don't lie to my wife, but if I buy her a present, I <laughs> you know hide it. You know, which right. some people be like, "That's lying." No, I'm not lying. I just it's, it's supposed to be a surprise. So. You know, or like Christmas, did you buy me a present? No, I didn't get your present because I don't want her to know I bought her a present. You know, I'm lying to her, but I'm not protecting her, protecting me. I'm just, well, in a way I'm protecting me. I'm protecting my surprise to her. So protecting yourself doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm protecting myself from harm or from being an asshole or from, you know, hiding something like that.
0: Lying is definitely a lot of shades of gray. It's 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 uh but in in the sense of this movie uh they were just dicks all all these kids were bad people, yeah, and even Blair thought she was like
1: Laura's best friend, they were best friends growing up, and she thought they were cool, and they she said we kind of grew apart, but at the end, you know the end of that video, yeah, of Laura drunk shitting herself after she got beat up, and passed out. You see Blair laughing. Yep. And here's the thing. I got her. Here's the thing. Like, um, Blair was probably drunk off her ass too. Right. And you know, when when uh, I know for me, when I'm drunk off my ass, it's been a while. But when I was drunk off my ass, I didn't care what was going on. Right. You know. I would I would laugh at, you know, I mean everybody reacts differently when they're drunk. You know, some people get really tough and want to fight anybody and they get very angry and they want to fight me. I just happy go lucky. I didn't give two shits what's going on around me. Oh, something happened to you, Adam. You fell over and you broke your arm. Ha 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 (laughs) I don't mean any malice to it, but the event the event that took place because you tripped over the cue ball on the floor because you couldn't make a shot on the pool table, that's what I'm laughing at. Not the fact that you broke your arm. Right. Because I, I would laugh when you fell, but then when I'd find out you broke your arm, it'd be like, oh, fuck.
0: Right. Well, to be fair, when you it was my first time trying to hoverboard, so I didn't know how to keep my balance yet. So, <laughs> Funny, I, I, I forgot about that. Uh, but, But yeah, but – I laughed
1: about it right? and you laughed about it. Like even if something did happen and you broke your arm and I laughed and didn't realize you broke your arm and I'd be like, oh shit. Afterwards, we'd be laughing about it. Absolutely. Because your your arm would be in a cast. You'd be like, yeah, remember that? Yeah, we were fucked up. I can't believe you tripped over that cue ball. You know, like whatever.
0: But at the same time, you wouldn't anonymously post a video of me doing something harmful to myself online in in a sense of malice. That's one of those things that – you may ask, hey, this this is this is hilarious. I'm gonna post it. I'm going, ah all right, post it. Who cares? But it it doesn't come from a place of of, of hate or vitriol. It's no. it's just all about laughing with and at each other for 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 good reason.
1: I can tell you guys honestly, I would never purposely hurt your feelings. Right. And yeah. and if I did hurt your feelings, it was not on purpose and I would have no problem apologizing up front
0: for it. And and, and that's the thing that this group of friends doesn't have that. They, they are all two-faced with each other, and they're wow. all backstabbing each other. They, they are not good people. And, which, one, which one of the girls did you think was the biggest bitch? Uh, I, I, I think I have to say Jess. Yeah. The, uh, Although the- Val, Val was pretty – but yeah. Val and Jess
1: were going at each other and Blair's just sitting there, you know, like, come on, guys. Come. She played the innocent. Come on, guys. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, she even played the innocent with with uh, Mitch saying, you don't know her. You don't know Laura like I did and blah, blah, blah. I grew up. She got a lot of, you know, but you the cool thing that I liked about the, 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 the movie is you saw. Even though you didn't see Blair, but you saw her typing and hesitate sending and rethinking i mean you saw you saw the wheels turning in her head no that i don't want to say that no i don't yes. i want to say this but i don't want to say it in this way but but
0: without seeing her
1: you saw those wheels turning and you saw the thoughts coming out of her head
0: that is one thing i think the movie did very well it, it was conveying the emotion of what to us is a narrator the, the the point of view of blair the entire time We we were kind of very much in tune with everything she was going through without ever actually seeing her, uh, unless it was through these short snippets of seeing her version of the video thing. Uh, we saw her, uh, scrolling and even the, the cursor of the mouse kind of frantically going through the page and, and, and the typing and everything. It it was, it was very apparent and it, it was very easy to feel what she was feeling, while she was feeling it, even though we didn't actually get to see a lot of it. Um, some of the uh, arguing that went on,
1: um, it was, a lot of it was believable, but it was hard to understand, but it was normal because it was just yelling over each other. Yeah. You know, I'm glad it wasn't like so choreographed to the word, like you say this, and yell really loud, and then you say this, because that's not how arguing works. So I think they caught that aspect of, Arguing and yelling over the top of each other very well. Um, towards the end of the movie, when it was just Mitch and Blair, and they were hiding when the lights were out and stuff like that, uh, and she got that uh, alarm for the test being tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> how are you laughing
0: and smiling in that situation? I I do understand that uh, because for for the the way I got that was. I'm in a very tense situation and I suddenly felt a huge strike of fear and then realized I was scared of my alarm. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, it's a tense situation, alarm was off. Ah! Ah! Oh! I yeah, just got freaked out by my own would, shadow basically. Would you would you feel that way
1: after seeing four of your friends commit suicide during this intense call? Uh- <laughs> In that moment? Or or or, or <laughs> would you be more angry, like, oh, son of a bitch, you know, what was that? Oh, it's just a stupid fucking alarm telling me I have a test tomorrow. Who cares about a fucking test tomorrow?
0: Okay. When you put it that way, yes, I, I am on your side. It's just the same way where I, I, if I get scared awake by my alarm, I'm like, ah, you motherfucker. Fucker, I'm, I got 10 minutes left of my sleep. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate, I, hate, I hate when I wake up five minutes
1: before my alarm. Good son of a bitch, I'm missing this five minutes now. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to fully be asleep.
0: Granted, sleeping in is not the same as seeing uh, four of your friends die, but I, <laughs> I understand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the tough one. I, I think I would be upset, but I also laugh at myself so constantly that I wouldn't be shocked if I found myself laughing in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Would you have just hung up? Uh, I think initially, yes. Uh, before uh, seeing how serious it actually was, I would not have stayed on the phone as long as they did. You would,
1: you, you would have done what Val did.
0: Yeah, basically. Val was like, I'm done with this. Bye. Yeah, nope, screw you guys. This is outrageous. Uh, Which is why she was the first one to kill herself. Yeah,
1: but, but it is now, also she, the most logical How did response. she kill herself? How did she kill herself?
0: Uh, Do you notice she was in the laundry room and there was bleach sitting right there? I, I assume she drank the bleach. That that was my assumption.
1: But she was just sitting there for the longest time. And then all of a sudden just. Bleh! That was, that
0: was, that, that was the first time in the movie. I was just like, what is happening? Cause I'm, I rewound it and watched Cause I was
1: reading what was going on and stuff. So I wasn't looking at Val's screen. I was watching the other characters and whatnot. So when all that should happen, I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I didn't see anything, right? So then I rewound it, and I was intently watched it, and
0: you don't see anything. You just right, and that, that's that's what was so terrifying about that moment for me it was because it looked like she was frozen, but then once Blair starts calling her, you see the phone vibrating into frame, so you realize the video isn't frozen. She is, and oh, I, re- is-
1: I. Re- they, they they did it before because Val had a dog that was barking in the back. They did good on this because when Val was on it before when she was calling the cops, the dog was barking and she was telling the dog to shut up. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So when she was frozen in there in the laundry room with the bleach next to her and the 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 mirror busted, yeah. You hear the dog barking in the background. Right. And they're like, It's what's going on? It's not a glitch because you hear the dog, right?
0: Yeah. But then when you see the phone actually moving in the frame when she has, wasn't moving at all, that was just like, okay, what is happening? And then big reveal. Uh, maybe she – I don't know. I, I I can't explain that one at all. That's, that's the only death that is kind of shrouded in mystery. Everything else you kind of understand.
1: Well, my thought is her hands weren't under – her hands were down below wherever she was sitting at or standing or whatever and – my take was is she broke the glass and had a piece of glass and she slit her wrist. Okay. She maybe she maybe drank some bleach because the cap was off the bleach. Right. She may have drank some bleach and then sat there and then all of a sudden just slit her wrist and went, ah, you know. That's possible? Yeah. Uh, I was you never ex- know. She was possessed. She was possessed, but she yeah. took over her body. So.
0: I was expecting when her camera fell down to see some blood trickle out to show, to reveal that she did actually cut her wrist. But because you didn't see that I was assumed it would be the bleach. Uh, so that was, that was a weird one. And then let's see, uh, next person to die, I think was Ken. When he he shoved his, it was shoved his hand in the blender and, and then eventually throat on the blender. Uh, and then next was Adam. Next Adam. He shot himself. Yeah. You knew that was going to happen when he pulled out the gun. Yep, Yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, who was the one? Uh, Jess. Jess. Apparently, uh, from my understanding of it, is she shoved a curling iron, fully down heated up, down her throat, in the bathtub. So she burned herself and electrocuted herself at the same time. I, I guess,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it, it was weird because then the, the next thing, oh, she finally shut up, you know. Maybe she was one that was – it seemed like she was – her and Val were the ones that were talking a lot of shit behind everybody's backs. Right. And and Jess stole $800 from Adam, you know, and and it seemed like the guys were kind of just – they weren't talking shit behind each other's backs, but they were doing shit to each other. Yeah. Like like turning them in for selling weed or, or, you know, fucking my best friend's girlfriend, you know yeah what did did ken do we didn't find out what ken did because it didn't get that deep no we didn't
0: did that to do something with his hand maybe uh i don't think we got a reveal from ken i think he got killed because he was trying to disable using the uh the antivirus software got it Maybe his whole life is on computers with a mouse. That's why his hand got taken out first.
1: Maybe because he was probably the one doing all the, the, the electronics and manipulation on yeah. whatnot. Maybe he's done something like that in the past or I
0: don't know. It seems to me the, the most honorable person out of this entire crew is Mitch, the, the, the boyfriend. I mean, the, the, the only bad thing he really did was post a video which I I guess technically would be maybe one of the worst, but he's the one, he's the reason why that video got out there,
1: which caused Laura to kill herself. Yeah. Um, And, and Blair didn't know it or Blair knew it, but didn't want to admit it because finally she did say he did it, you know?
0: Yeah. But other than that, (laughs) other than that horrible, uh, horrible thing, he wasn't that bad of a guy (laughs) turning his, his best friend in for the weed. And that's fine. I, 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 I'm not upset about that as much because I think in some way he was trying to help him out. Like, this is not a good life for you to be having. Maybe this is a wake up call. I don't know. That, that, that everybody's awful. So, did you actually, at the end of the day, enjoy the movie? Or uh, are, you, are you happy watching it? you not happy watching it? What's the overall feel? Um
1: I'm going to use the phrase that Adam uses quite <laughs> often. <laughs> It was a movie. It was interesting. It, I mean, it it, I, it was slightly more than a movie because I was captivated by it to find out what was going to happen next, who was going to happen next, what the questions uh-huh. were in the game and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. For me it, was a little
2: bit, for me, it was a little bit different. I mean, honestly, I was just cringing just watching these people, not because of the gore but because I was watching how like heinous these people really are. (laughs) Um, For me, I don't really watch these types of films because I don't like looking into people's like dark souls when they don't even know it themselves. Hmm. I mean, the reveals for me are just like, okay, this is what some people are, but it just poses another, like another thing here. Like these people are not unusual. These people are everyday people that do these types of things. And to see this in this film, either A, you can say, yeah, they get their just desserts in this film because they finally have a supernatural being to take out the vengeance of what they actually did. (laughs) Or you say, these people are people in real life that do these types of things. I mean, there's a reason why I prefer pets over people.
0: Okay. I I enjoy character study movies where it's about the people and their development. Uh, I, generally, this is not the kind of movie that I like uh, to do that. But like Lars and the Real Girl, have you seen that one with? Um, oh, is that guy Gosling? Ryan Gosling. He's basically in love with a sex doll. Uh, that's that. That is a very engrossing character study as far as the journey of that character and all the things he's feeling uh, her, another one with the walking Phoenix where he falls in love with the Siri uh, ex machina. All, it, it's, it's more a, a deep dive into the emotional state that people are in. And this was it, kind of that way for me. It wasn't as deep because as Misha was saying, these are all, there's nothing extraordinary about these characters. Uh, they're just regular high school assholes uh, that are just bad people. But I do kind of like seeing, uh, I guess, being an outside viewer of life happening in unusual ways. And to me, this is unusual. I, I As much as we hang out and we do podcasts on Zoom and uh, we hang out on Xbox while we're playing video games, that, that's not, you're not finding out about our characters. We're just kind of just hanging out. Well, I guess podcast is a little bit of a... pull the curtain back on how crazy we are. But I I don't know. I I just, it it was, it was nice to kind of step outside of myself and see these people live their lives. And although they ended up being horrible people, uh, going in, you don't know that right away. You, You kind of expect that, uh, Blair and Mitch are just kind of nice. Uh, you know, right away that Ken and Adam are kind of assholes and Jess is also kind of scummy and Val for sure. Uh, but then you start realizing, oh no, they're all they're all bad people. But it was, it, I don't know. I, I actually did enjoy this in, in a weird way, and I do want to see the second movie, uh, which doesn't have any of these characters, obviously because they're all dead. But the the format of it, of when you're watching the screen, that was also intriguing to me. It was it was a it was this uh, generations version of the Blair witch found footage type of thing that this is how movies are going to be about found footage later. It's all going to be about screen grabs and, and social media stuff. Documentaries later <laughs> in life are going to be all social media posts kind of strung together. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's fascinating. I was very fascinated. That's, that's the best way I think I can phrase it. All right. So that was our opinion of the movie. Like I said, Oh, we got more? Well, well well, I was just gonna say well said. Oh, thank you. Well, what did you say? Uh, that was our opinion of the movie. Like I said, the top of the show, we have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Now we're gonna hear from, we actually have credentials, the critics. We're also gonna hear from the audience to find out what they thought about it. This is gonna help in the Rotten Tomatoes game we're gonna play right after. Let's start with the bad reviews first from the critics. This is Alexandra Heller Nichols. From ABC News, from 2018. The centrality of the laptop screen in Unfriended has been identified by some critics as a new or experimental take on found footage horror, but this is not the first film to use this idea. Uh, If that's true, I haven't seen it before. Uh, James Bertinelli from Real Views, from 2015. I'll admit the film held my attention, but I left the theater unsatisfied which I think will be a common reaction among those not within the demographic uh, for which the production was mounted. Good reviews from the top critics. It's from Allison Wilmore from BuzzFeed News, 2015. Uh, It's a premise that seems ridiculous until you start to realize it might actually be brilliant, or at least charmingly clever. Donald Clark from Irish Times, 2015. The filmmaker's greatest achievement in this high-end exploitation is to retain a position on the moral high ground while bloody mayhem rages around their feet. All right, so those are the good and bad reviews from the top critics. Now we're going to play the Rotten Tomatoes game, which everybody loves. If you're not familiar with the scoring system of Rotten Tomatoes, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. 059 is rotten. Sixty eighty four is fresh. Eighty five is certified fresh. So, based on those reviews from the top critics, what do you think the tomato meter is? Top critics. Uh, You want to go first, Metro, or you want me to? Um, I'm thinking
2: this thing is from what you guys are saying. I think that the critics are saying this is actually kind of good. Um, I'm going with sixty.
0: All right, Cowan. Yeah,
1: I did. I don't think the. the bad reviews were that bad, you know, like they, they may have been a bad review, but they may not given them such a horrible score, you know? Okay. Um, but, uh, I was thinking not fresh, but right on the cusp of fresh. So what's fresh, uh, 60 to 84, 60 to 84 was fresh. Yeah. Hmm. See, I wasn't, I was thinking 70 was, was fresh. So I was thinking 69. So I'll just stay with
0: 69. 69. The tomato meter, Is 62. Ah! It is fresh. But... Well done,
1: Maestro. Well done. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you.
0: All right. Now let's do the audience reviews, see if they had anything different to say. Good reviews from the audience. This is from Carol M. from 2020. I thought the movie was an excellent portrayal of the exact times in which we live on a computer screen young people like none before them will realize the reality of living in this YouTube universe and the many consequences of their heartless posts being the first generation that will pay the tragic price of living in a viral world. All right. Brandon M from 2015 creepy, suspenseful and freakishly realistic. Unfriended is a serious, unique experience of a movie that not many will understand. No, this society is way too focused on being cynical and above this kind of thing. And from the cynical standpoint, this movie would be easy to criticize. But what this movie presents is genuinely freaky story. And, was, and I was most, mostly satisfied with the entire experience. Alright, bad reviews. Kinsley M. from 2021. This movie was painstakingly hard to get through. The characters are terrible, the acting is cringy as all get out, and the script is laughable, and the plot points are predictable. Also, the kills are not interesting whatsoever. They were all terrible people and got what they deserved. Wasted my, m- <laughs> Wasted my morning <laughs> watching this. Uh, Jalzy H. from 2015. Seriously, just Ridiculous. I wanted to see this movie so badly, and now that I have, I honestly want to write the producer and ask for my personal check in the amount of my ticket price. We all thought the Blair Witch Project was bad. Bah! No! Unfriended takes the cake for ignorant, low-budget, waste-of-money film of the year. One word. Woof. Wow. (laughs) Scathing. All right, based on those good and bad reviews, what do you think the audience rated I, the movie? I, I have something to say first. Uh, okay, if you if you read
1: the top critics reviews and then you read the audience reviews, the audience reviews were a little bit more in depth than the critics. They had a lot more depth to their critique of the movie.
0: Yeah, generally speaking, when I do the uh, the the reviews, the top critics are snippets from a much larger review. Uh, The the audience is, this is their full review. There are some that are much longer and some that are much shorter. I try to get ones that are substantial at least instead of audience review saying this sucked. I'm not going to read that review. That's, that's that's a horrible review of the movie. I I need some substance.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have a feeling that the audience is going to be a lot more, Bad criticized about this badly criticizing about this uh Badified, uh, badified criticized <laughs> about this movie fight um <laughs> so i i'm gonna say
0: uh fifty five all right
2: I feel like this movie did really horrible in the eyes of this of the of the audience, considering how scathing they said this movie was. I would probably go
0: for a 40. All right. The audience rated this movie as rotten at 36%. sure look at you. Wow. Wow. See, That's very that just tells book. me how much more
2: I find this film so like blatantly annoying to me then because now I'm on par with what everyone's saying about it. So. Now, <laughs> I
1: I have a question. I have a segment, or not a segment, but in addition to this segment, okay, um, that I would like to propose we add. Give me your Rotten Tomato score.
0: I was about to ask this. that same question. Very good. Uh, I, I would rate this as uh, probably a sixty. I, I'd go right at sixty. It, it's it's just enough to be fresh, but really not good enough to be that fresh.
1: And I alluded to what I thought about it before thinking that I don't think it's fresh, but it's right on the cuffs. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm going to give it 59.
0: Okay. Just below. And sure what would you rate it in, in your tomato meter?
2: My tomato meter? I'd say honestly this film rated me around a 30 to 20 because this is not my type of film to begin with. Okay. And I'm re- I just watching these these kids go through um I, they feel like I feel like these kids are like so self absorbed or they just like out for themselves that it just hurts. There's like not a single like kind soul or kind drop of a soul in any of these people's bodies, even though they try to portray it out there. I mean, like, even like you were saying earlier, the boyfriend gave, put out the video, the most heinous thing you could have done. Yeah. He's the one that did it. And he's supposed to be the best looking guy (laughs) of the group. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, that kind of says something. I mean, like, it's just like, these are all horrible. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's the catalyst of everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's
1: the one that if he didn't post that video, Laura would be alive. Yeah. And none of these lies would be out there. Or,
0: yeah, none of these. But they would all still be horrible people, though.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm not saying that they would, but if he didn't start it by posting that video, which caused Laura to kill herself, this movie wouldn't exist.
0: They would be alive and horrible, not dead and horrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. I mean,. It's, it's weird because you see the kids in this generation and the teenagers and even the young 20-year-olds right now. You say it sucks to see characters like this, Maestro, but I think there's more characters out there like this than we admit to believe. Yeah. Because it seems like everybody – and I don't spend a lot of time on social media. Uh, a lot of people have two different lives. What they present to you in person – And what they present online. Absolutely. And that's how society is today. And there's even adults, you know, 40, 50 years old that are the same thing. That if you become – you may know somebody in person and like them. And then as soon as you become Facebook friends with them (laughs) or Instagram friends with them and you find out their quote-unquote true opinion on things – Especially in today's society, I mean, people I didn't think were a certain way have come across completely different on Facebook now.
0: Yep.
1: Very true. And I look I look at them differently now in person.
0: Yeah, because which which version of you is the real version of you?
1: Exactly. Are you the nice person that I hung out with uh, at this bowling alley or this bar? Or are you this vindictive person? Pain in the ass, depressed, poor me person on Facebook, trying to get back at somebody.
0: Yeah. Uh, Everybody's the worst. So I,
1: yeah, I think there's, I think there's a lot more people out there like this than we care to admit.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that. All right, this is going to be interesting. Uh, But let's let's make it age appropriate. Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman were not in this film. We like to put them in movies to make them better because they generally make movies better. Uh, so, if Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman were teenagers in high school, who would they play in this film? Paul Giamatti is
1: uh, Ken.
0: Ken, okay the, the 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 guy with the blender, the fat guy. Yeah, just guy?
1: just 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 because of the stature, <laughs> okay the the build. Yeah, you know, I think he. You know, and then um, uh, Gary Oldman would
0: be uh, Adam. Okay, those are those are my exact choices as well. Uh, honestly. Oh. <laughs> so, Cause, looking at because yeah. Ken was just such a mouth off asshole, and Giamatti could pull that very well, and uh, Adam also just being kind of the more stoic but angry. I can see Oldman doing that well as well. That makes makes a lot of sense. I mean, I
2: could feel like the same thing coming from you guys as well. I don't really have an opinion on this because (laughs) I don't like anybody in this film. That's true. I mean, honestly, they could play Gary Oldman
0: or Gio... Gio... Mari. (laughs) (laughs) I, I was
1: like I I was thinking, Maestro. I was thinking you were going to come out and say, "All right, Giamatti can play the blender, and uh, <laughs> Oldman can be the curling iron."
2: You know what, guys? I think you're onto something.
0: <laughs> I was so expecting you to smash it. Yeah, yeah. Gary Oldman is the uh, the cop that showed up that we saw his leg, and. Uh, <laughs> And Olden was the uh, for, uh, the nine operator saying, "Don't hang up." There Fair <laughs> enough, I like it. <laughs> All right, let's do trivia. This is the part of the show where I give you guys little bits of factual information you may know about the movie. All of the Facebook and Skype accounts shown in the film exist and can be found on Facebook and Skype. Ooh. Uh, to keep the film suspenseful and believable, each take had script alterations on the fly. And the cast were encouraged to improvise and react to the unexpected story changes. Every single person was filmed in one house with all the cast members in different rooms, except for Ken. I don't know why he's different. Uh, this, This was actually inspired by the actual suicides of Amanda Todd and Audrey Pott. So it's a real thing. Like we're saying, this really happens. Uh, Shots in one long tape in real time with the characters on actual computers. Production lasted 16 days total, including six 12-hour days of principal photography, three days of pickups, and then a few more reshoots. That makes sense. It didn't seem like there was a lot of cuts. I mean, the only time you can really do cuts is when she has her browser up. Otherwise, they all have to be doing something. All right, last one. This one's weird, but interesting. The cast were led to believe they were merely only the victims and Laura was the bully. It wasn't until after editing was the entire plot revealed to the cast. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Not sure I believe that. Because then that would mean she had to fake her death? Because as far as I know, she was dead, but she's the bully? Or was she a bully in real life and that's why they all felt like she, she got what she deserved? Maybe that's what that means. Mm, that makes more sense. All right. Oops.
2: You, you may have again. noticed
0: that a time or two during the podcast, some of us, uh, probably myself more than others, have made mistakes. So to make myself feel better, I'm going to point out times in the movie that mistakes were also made. Poe buddies nerfick. All right, at around 18 minutes, immediately after Blair unfriends Laura, it says that they are friends again. Cowboy brought this up. When Blair types problem solved in iMessages to Mitch, it says friends instead of add friend. Well done. Around 58 minutes, Adam goes from holding three fingers to four fingers, then three again during the game. Never have I ever. Well done, Cowboy. It's two for two. Uh, The film is set on Blair's laptop, therefore her webcam should never buffer or jitter on her own screen, however it does throughout the film. That's a very good point. Her own own screen? Yeah, her own image should never get all glitchy because it's her computer. Oh, okay. That makes sense. At around 36 minutes, when Blair is searching for police scanner codes, she says that code 5250 is a mental case. Well, on the screen, she highlights 5150. I did notice that as it was happening, because I know 5150 is the uh, crazy person thing, uh, but they said 50 to 50, and that bothered me. And finally, at around 29 minutes, initially, Blair shares her entire screen to everyone, showing the exposure link. But, and this also bothered me very much, she never unshared her screen. So th- there was a point where she starts texting Mitch and everybody should be seeing what she's texting and all the things they're talking about, but she never unshared. I was like, no, you, your screen is shared. You can't be doing all these things and talking about the people that are in the room watching your screen.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. I I caught that too, but I was like, eh. I I, I kind of put it aside as when she shared her screen about that, that maybe the ghost of Laura mm-hmm. like wiped it and unshared it. So yeah. I didn't. I mean, I caught it, but I didn't pay too much attention to it because yeah.
0: oh, that, that bothered me deeply. I'm
1: a techno tart, <laughs> and I'm not, and that's why it bothered me. It's like no, no. I don't even know. I don't even know how to share my screen. Like, <laughs> I, I'd probably yeah, you want to you want to see my screen, and I'd probably pick up my computer and turn it the other way. Like, can you see it? <laughs> no, go, now I see no. the other side of the room. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's 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 probably how I would do it.
0: So. All right, money makes World world go round. Let's put this film in perspective with other films that are released this year so we get a feel financially held up to its peers. The budget for this film was $1 million. Fitting. No budget. Yeah, but also it's mostly just webcams. (laughs) So, what do you think this grossed worldwide in the US and the foreign box office combined? Well, this is
2: also knowing they're making a sequel, and I think there's talks of a third. Ooh. All right. I don't know about the third one. Yeah, I know, right? So this is—I feel like this is like a Blumhouse kind of a thing. It is Blumhouse, like, absolutely. Oh.
0: Blumhouse. Did they, they make
2: this? Okay, so I'm guessing a ten times possibility here. So how much did you say it was? One million dollars was the budget. The budget says one million. The box office goes for ten. All right, cowboy um before mace just
1: started speaking i was gonna say 14 um just because i i feel uh, blair witch you know even though uh, the abomination it was it was so hyped <laughs> it was so hyped and and i think it did pretty well in the box office for being a low budget film
0: it did very well
1: uh, i i think this did very well in the box office even though it's got you know horrible reviews Right. Because a lot of people, uh, these audience reviews don't come out as quick as the critic reviews when a movie comes out. So the critics' reviews will come out in newspapers and magazines and, and whatnot. Um, and I think that probably drove a lot of
0: people to go watch it. So I want to say fourteen million. Okay, just just as a aside, Better Witch cost under a million, about five hundred thousand to make, and it made two hundred forty-eight million dollars.
1: I think we're way
0: off. Okay, so uh, this movie uh, budget was a million in the U.S. This grossed thirty-two point five million dollars in the foreign box office. Thirty point four million. So the worldwide was sixty-two point nine million dollars. Gravy. <laughs> See, I, I mates, I, I like they the made Witch Money project. on this one. I, I I never watched it until we did it on spoilers. So, by the way, if you want to check out Blair Witch, it's in the archives. <laughs> I ended up liking that a lot more than I was expecting to, to the point where I think I watched two and three right afterwards. Ooh. And yeah, I I don't know. Wish I, you didn't. <laughs> uh, I think three was kind of weird. I think we might have done three on the podcast as well now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know. It's uh, I have a weird fascination with th- these kinds of movies. So this film debuted on April 17, 2015 with $15.8 million. So... It made uh, just a little over Cowboys' guess on opening weekend. This was the seventy ninth highest-grossing film of two thousand fifteen. Number one that year was Jurassic World. Mm. I would have gone. I would have watched that over this movie hands down. <laughs> All right, that is Unfriended from two thousand fifteen, directed by Tiller Russell. Check out our website, RadpackPodcast slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email. Spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Also rate rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts to help us in the rankings, so maybe we can eventually become uh, credentialed and whatnot. If you give us a review and a recommendation for a movie, that movie goes to the top of our list. Watch it before any other request. Next week, there is a new movie coming out uh, that is... A sequel to an older movie uh, that, uh, let me see, it has a fast food franchise in it called McDowell's. It, revi- it, it involves a long distance trip. Are you serious? Coming <laughs> <Are laughs> <you laughs> <serious? laughs> to America, too. Coming to America is what we're going to be watching next week. The original. Just
1: let your soul glow. <laughs>
0: okay. Aha! We're uh-huh. back <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh my gosh. Mortimer. Yes. We're back
1: Yes, yes, you took my advice. I love
0: it. Yeah. So there now what the, movie? The movie coming <laughs> out is Coming to America, the number two. So we're gonna be watching Coming to America T O <laughs> to America, the, the original of uh, Eddie Murphy wow. and Arsenio this It's
1: weird. You've you've never you've never done it when a sequel's coming out, we do the first one.
0: I, what? Yeah, it's very unlike me. It's not.
1: No, usually, usually you do. So I'm picking a movie that. Yeah, you know, I. My suggestion was we do, uh, haunted mansion or uh, freaking, <laughs> some Beverly Hills Cop or something with Eddie Murphy or something like that. You know. No. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, but all right, coming to America. Oh, I
0: love it. It should be interesting because uh, I remember this being a good movie. I'm, you want to just record it after this one because I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I do have to watch it again because like I I'm I'm curious because I remember liking it a lot. I'm just now worried that it's not gonna stand up after many years of not seeing it. Okay, but, I'll
1: have to refrain since we're doing one. I'll have to refrain from any of my bits from the movie until yeah. this I,
0: podcast. I'm I'm worried my spoilers goggles may change my opinion, but we'll find out next week.
1: The uh, um is this thing on the Royal Penis is clean, sir. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the one thing I would like to do in this film coming through, coming to America, yeah. would be to find all the characters that are played by Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy. Oh, like, it's easy. Okay. Uh, now I feel bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come up. All right, yes. guys. Until next time, ha! thanks for hanging out. Uh, thanks for not unfriending us and staying alive. So <laughs> until next time, I'm Adam. What?
2: No, no, no. He's talking about you. He's, oh, we're supposed to say I'm, our names. Bye, bye. <laughs> cowboy. What?